Maybe you've heard the advice to cultivate presence, you've heard about the benefits of being more present, or you just try your best to live into that phrase, seize the day. Presence has become a bit of a buzzword, and in today's episode, we're going to dive into why presence is so powerful. So powerful, in fact, that I included it in the name of this very podcast, Present and Productive, because being productive really doesn't matter if you're not also able to fully enjoy the journey, to see the beautiful moments in everyday life, and to show up fully as your best self. In today's episode, we will talk about how to cultivate presence. We'll break it down into presence of mind, presence of body, and presence of heart. Because presence isn't just about seizing the moment, it's also the key to authentic leadership. And when you step into your presence as a leader, your relationships and your work will transform. Hi there, I'm Leva Buzard, strategy consultant turned time management coach. I'm a multi-passionate creative and used to struggle with following through on ideas. Today, I help creators enjoy the journey and manage their projects with ease. If you want to support your brilliant, messy, creative self with strategies for success, this podcast is for you, my friend. You are going to walk away from today's episode with step-by-step practices to improve productivity and cultivate presence. That means better work days right away. Welcome to Present and Productive, the podcast designed to help creatives confidently say yes to their dreams. Around this time last year, I was getting lunch with a friend, and he told me the most incredible story about presence. He shared with me that he had an opportunity to meet with the Dalai Lama. As a Christian, he wasn't sure exactly what to expect meeting the spiritual leader of Tibetan Buddhism. He described the anticipation of the big day finally arriving and this awareness that he was in the presence of an especially holy man, an especially powerful leader. He told me that his heart leapt out of his chest when he finally had the opportunity to meet the Dalai Lama. He said it was the most intense eye contact he had ever experienced, like this huge, giant orb of energy was fully focused on him. Just seeing his eyes meant that this man, the Dalai Lama, would do anything to serve another human. And the Dalai Lama asked, what can I do for you? My friend told me that he just sat in that moment, savoring this intensity of connection, the tremendous presence, unable to answer, but knowing there was a profound moment of human connection, of being taken care of, of being loved. And he said that the next moment, of course, the Dalai Lama moved on to the next person who was there to meet him. And my friend explained how incredibly jealous he was that he had had the opportunity to experience this tremendous presence and feel like he was the only person in the room. And suddenly that was gone. He lost the eye contact. He no longer had the opportunity to answer that question, what can I do for you? I wanted to share this story because presence is such a difficult thing to explain. And yet, You kind of know it when you feel it, that depth of connection, that feeling of being grounded and rooted, of fully showing up to the moment at hand. Cultivating presence is cultivating 
leadership, real authentic leadership, not being bossy and telling people what to do and not being a micromanager, but real inspiring leadership that serves others and draws the best out of them, that raises the bar higher than they can see themselves. That kind of leadership is hard to define. That's probably why there's such a huge industry around leadership training. But when you think of the core leadership skill, listening, serving, being empathetic, having wise judgment, presence is at the root of all of those capabilities. When people have lost their sense of presence, you can kind of tell because they feel like they're caught up in a swirl, they're being defensive, they're being reactive. Leaders who are present don't just react, they respond. So if you are tired of hearing the buzzword presence, but you're not really sure exactly what it means and how you can cultivate it, we're gonna break it down for the rest of today's episode. Because once you start to adopt these patterns of being more present, not only will you feel more and more like you are the CEO of your time, of your own day, you're in charge of your own schedule, but you will also naturally step into a leadership role at home, in the workplace, in your faith community, Presence is the foundation to cultivating trust and connecting with others. And before you can even connect with others, you have to know yourself, which means being present to your emotions, your thoughts, and what your body is telling you. I know that when I feel present, I feel this sense of wholeness or integrity. And when I don't feel present, when I'm caught ruminating about the past or I'm worried about the future, I start to feel all jumbled up and confused because I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but if you're in the company of someone who is present, you might feel this intense energy, aliveness, alertness, connection. And if you're in the company of someone who is not present, you might feel their anxiety, their worry, their nervousness, and it could be really off-putting. So let's take a look at how to cultivate presence in the mind, in the body, and in the heart. The basic idea for cultivating presence is just paying attention to the mind, the body, and the heart. What does that look like, paying more attention to the mind? Well, our mind is constantly coming up with thoughts, kind of like how our heart naturally beats. Our mind is constantly coming up with thoughts, and that's what it's designed to do. That's just a part of being creative. What starts to be a challenge is if you entertain every single thought and you adopt it as your own. That's overwhelming because your mind is designed to constantly come up with thoughts. And sometimes the most weird thought could pop into your brain and you don't really know what to do with it. Cultivating presence with respect to your thoughts means you don't have to accept every single thought. You don't have to spend the time and the energy, the emotional, mental energy to entertain every single thought. Cultivating presence in the mind means once you notice a thought, you become aware of a thought, you then decide okay, am I going to entertain this thought? Is it serving me? Or you decide, hmm, I don't know if I really like this thought. I don't know if this thought is actually representative of what I think or who I am. So I'm just gonna let it pass on by and not worry about it. I often think of my thought stream, the stream of consciousness as a literal stream. And I'm sitting in the stream watching all of these thoughts kind of float on by. And I get to decide if I'm going to grab it and entertain it, or if I'm just going to let it kind of keep floating on by like a leaf floating on top of a little stream. Practicing presence of the mind is a very important form of mindfulness because it impacts how you talk to yourself. When you become aware of your thoughts and aware of the fact that not all of your thoughts are authentic to you, you can notice a negative thought and release it 
instead of entertaining it. So you can see why cultivating presence of the mind is really important in our February mindset month here on the President Productive podcast, because we want to reinforce the positive mindsets and let go of those negative mindsets that intrude in our thought. I like to ask myself, am I talking to myself in my mind like how I would talk to a beloved friend? Am I talking to myself in my mind like I'm talking to a beloved friend. A lot of us have much higher standards for talking to our friends and loved ones, or even a colleague, than for the language and the thoughts we use to talk to ourselves. What about presence of the body? The body processes information faster than we can consciously understand it. And sometimes the body processes information and starts to go into stress mode, which can then influence those thoughts that come into our minds, right? We're all human. This happens to everyone. Cultivating presence of the body means really activating the senses and listening to what the body is telling you. Listening when the body is stressed and just being curious about it, wondering where is the stress coming from? Is this legitimate stress? Do I need to deal with this? Is this an overreaction? How can I de-escalate the stress response in my body? And you can activate bodily presence at any time by really paying attention to the senses, really looking, not letting your eyes glaze over, but looking intently at what you see, at the colors and the shapes, really listening, listening when you're having a conversation, listening to the sounds of the wind blowing, the huge, incredible soundscape that's going around in your world, in your environment at any given point in time. Also really smelling and tasting, smelling the air. Is it dry? Is it humid? Tasting your coffee, your tea, your toothpaste. And finally, feeling, feeling on the outside and on the inside. That means feeling, you know, with your hands, feeling the sense of clothes on your body, the clothes that you're wearing, or of a piece of hair maybe falling on your face, feeling your feet on the floor, your seat in the chair, and also feeling on the inside. Maybe your muscles feel tense or your tummy is rumbling. We have a huge amount of felt sensations. Finally, there's presence of the heart. I think about this as the emotional center, being present to your heart is really listening to those emotions and feelings. We don't always know when feelings come up. You know, sometimes they just surface and it can feel random. It can feel like we're out of control. If you've ever been in love, do you know how out of control that feeling can seem? But we have a lot to learn from our feelings. Jealousy, frustration, elation, silliness, all of these feelings are like little indicators pointing the way. So often in our culture, we're busy hiding our emotions, bottling our emotions away, trying to shove our emotions out of the office so they dump out. I'm not sure if you've ever experienced this, like an emotional vomit as soon as the workday finishes. It's so much more impactful to develop your emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence is key to understanding others and creating meaningful connections. And we cannot develop emotional intelligence with others until we develop it with ourselves by figuring out ways to cope with our feelings as they arise during the workday and really understand them and listen to what they are telling us. And I get it completely. Emotions can be painful, especially for the first couple of seconds when you really settle into an emotion. But they can also be wonderful. 
The reality is once you pay attention to emotion, that pain will start to go away. So you can cultivate presence of the heart, dear listener, by really connecting to your breathing. When we connect to our breathing, we give ourselves permission to just be where we are. And something about breathing in a heartbeat just go hand in glove together. So there you have it. There's a brief explanation of how to cultivate presence of the mind, presence of the body, and presence of the heart to be a better leader and show up more fully at work and in life. Before we wrap up today, I want to give you an extra special tip. We've talked before on the podcast about the importance of breaks. Even a one-minute or five-minute break can really turbocharge your brain, help you reset. It's so healthy for you. As we wrap up today's episode, think about what kinds of little exercises could you do, breaks that you could do, that would help you stay present. Think about how you might include presencing exercises as micro breaks throughout your day. When you get into the habit of incorporating presencing exercises as a part of your daily routine and schedule, you really turbocharge your productivity. And I can't wait to see how cultivating more presence helps you be not only more productive, but a more confident leader in everything that you do. I'm over here dancing at my desk and cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Present and Productive podcast. Hop on over to levabuzar.com for today's show notes and more resources. And if you found today's episode valuable, consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. I believe that each of us has a responsibility to share positive encouragement with others. I'd also love to hear more of your story. I read every message and would love to hear more about how I can best serve you. Thank you for joining me today and know that I'm cheering you on in your journey. See you soon.